From Cooter in Orlando, who sends me a copy of a story that appeared in the Los Angeles Times. Subscribes value to an individual based upon where an individual went to school, where an individual worked. The first round didn't kill him after I had hit him up here in his neck area. And afterwards he started screaming and looked right into my eyes. And how we should get rid of him was through the Ku Klux Klan. They ought to hang him. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men.
Buckle up and get ready for a wet one, friends. Lactate your radio udder for a dairy entry with a side serving of burned at the stake tartare, because the cattle are coming home to roost up here on the hillside. The serpent of Eden is sharpening his teeth once again for some prime spare rib and applesauce. Sure, meat is murder, but down there in Murder City, a murder of crows is circling, and it's kicking out time at the big house. There's no more time for solitary refinements. We've all been given some time off for bad behavior. Empty your bedpan into the latrine and slam on your brakes. Don't worry about the skid marks. It's the end of the world as we know it on this eschatological journey into the scatological. The clouds are gathering and a gunmetal cumulonimbus is about to unload into this crowd of innocent bystanders no matter how they plead. The courtroom has strained the quality of its mercy to breaking point. Yours truly has donned the black cap for sentencing and the slam chasm is tying a wet sweat-stained noose around the old oak tree. The dyslexic stenographer is taking everything down, leaving semicolons and other disembodied entrails strewn across dictionary corner. Any questions, check the appendix, but be sure not to leave a scar. The boys from the press are turning the screw, and there's aqueous humor oozing out at the sides. The slam chasm is getting ready for the final carrying call as the crows circle ever closer. And just as a dove of peace is released in an attempt at a final reprieve, one of the crows swoops from the sky and swallows it whole. This slam chasm is now in session. Shirsky suffered second-degree burns and a broken nose from the impact of the gerbil. The evidence you shall give, touch the mess now before this court, shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you guys. Yes, thank you, Sergeant. Please sit down. Sergeant, your full name, rank and station, please. My name is John Cheeseman. I'm a Sergeant of Police. About 11am on the 6th of February 1988, following a complaint with Constable Young 
I attended 229 Trafalgar Street, Stanmore. Upon arrival, I observed a large two-storey Federation home. I observed a full-sized mannequin doll hanging from the top floor of the building. The, dog had, the doll had a hangman's noose around his neck with the rope entering an upstairs window. The lower section of the house was covered in graffiti with the words including, this did not happen when, when Mal ruled, AIDS house, Blake and Kittle is shit, Alan Kittle smokes tampons, piss off agent, auntie is a turd, house cursed, fuck off Kittle, cause like I had a wicked leak on myself. Like I had a wicked leak on Liquefies and collects along the charcoal of your eyelids in sick river. Good evening and welcome. Sir James Savile OBE. Hey, you know that girl I brought in last week? I've got her all on my own now, so that's all right. In the macabre sense, uh, Jesus didn't find any problem with it. And she was dead, thank God. Little fixin'. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to sneak him in the back then, uh, after dark, like a thief. It's just a lifestyle I've got. It's not my fault. Men, women, teenagers, old people. It's like pulling a cork out of a bottle. Unthinkable. It was a day that never existed. Uh, I reckon I've creamed off. Uh, I've creamed off. Yes! I'm oozing with the milk of human kindness. I live in a very peculiar hospital. Love it. Love it. Begging letters are all right. No, women know too much. I'm all for girls that don't know too much. And, and I had uh, uh, a girl of 17 in one of my hospitals, so I went and locked myself in a toilet for half a day. I worked and sweated over there, and they've got a plaque outside. Bananas <laughs> weren't around in those days. <laughs> uh, I've fell in love with 90-year-old ladies on the moors, and they've died. And I took them all out! Just because I like it. Well, it's enough to, to keep the wolf from the door, yeah. No. Yes. Jimmy, thanks for coming on and doing this interview. So, Jimmy Savile, ladies and gentlemen. I tell lies when it's okay. is not sci-fi. Uh, well, last week, listeners, we asked you who from the world of film uh, would you take to a theme park? Can you guess who they chose, Adam Richmond? Well, I mean, the, the ones that spring to mind immediately would be, uh, I mean, Alfred Hitchcock, of course. No, it was very low down there, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. Really um, low. You'd obviously be wanting to take uh, Travis Pickle. Nope. Um, it's Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, the Olsen twins. They'd all take... They got, they got 75% of the vote. What age? Of what age were, aged twi were the twins? Seven or 70. Are they, are they taking them now oh, when, as they or are when now? They're young. Or are they taking them... That wasn't specified, but if I were to ask you that question, would you take them as children or as... Uh... Would I take future old Mary-Kate and Ashley? Or would they're I old take, now. They wouldn't be future. Would I take Zygote? Zygote? Zygote and Mary-Kate and Ashley before what? they were formed into feti. Is Zygote a film? Uh, that was that was the first film that they did post Disney. Was it? Yeah, it was directed by um, Danny Boyle. It was hot off the heels. Danny of, Boyle, uh, a life less ordinary. Yeah, it was pretty good. Danny Boyle from the Olympics. They played uh, quadrupeds, um, and that's uh, that meant they were they had to double up. I mean, they had four legs each as well. So the what they do is each day on set, uh, Mary Kate would um, sort of they'd share the same jacket. And then uh, 
they'd, she'd have to hide. Mary Kate would have to hide her head behind Ashley, like and gymnasts. Th- and that day, they'd be playing the role of Barry Zygote. Yeah, that was that was a very technical shoot. But yeah, you know, it was very good, very good film. Wow. Well, that was the that was the audience's choice anyway. It was uh, the Olsen twins. Current aged, current aged Mary Kate and Ashley. Again, no specification. So I mean, next week, all of your imagination, or this week there. even, make sure you kind of make them People specify. The age. Well, friends, it looks like it's going to be one hell of a show. Some of the boys from the woods are visiting the hillside tonight, and they like to be entertained. They ain't the most refined of folks. They enjoy the simple pleasures. And I sure hope the slam chasm's not going to disappoint them. I ain't talking about cream teas and chocolate cake here, people, and my cupboards are already looking pretty bare. They say it's only really a sacrifice if there's a volunteer, but I'm not sure we're going to have that luxury. My fourth wife, Maureen, has just been down by the crossroads moving road signs around, so let's hope we get some motorists straying off the beaten track. Otherwise, my fifth wife, Jennifer, may just have to step up to the dinner plate. This one's for her. getting very closer to my dinner guest arriving so I didn't have much time to write a lot with my arm ink. I did however fill a mirror of a heartwarming tale of Christmas's past when mother would make me smell her presents all morning. I'm going to put the food on now mother. I whooped down her tube. You just lay there and relax. 
it's gotten so much easier to communicate with my, 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 my mother after I had that duct installed directly down into her inbox. <laughs> clever me. I tried putting the food on, but it just kept rolling off. So instead, I just took some of the bits from the freezer and placed them nicely all over the main table, eyes down. As I was getting ready for my dinner companion to arrive, I watched the Queen speak from my television and then a documentary about insanity called The News. And finally, Merry Christmas, said the newsman to me. And a Merry Christmas to you too, I wittily retorted as I put the final touches to my Christmas tree which had finally stopped pleading and screaming thanks to my lucky stars. Knock, knock, said the door as if anticipating that I was not enjoying this particular slice of silence. I reassigned myself out of my stupor and set myself to answer door mode. Who is it? I inquired of this as yet Schrodingian knocky. It's Amy, from the agency, came her syrupy twang back through. Christmas is like any other day, I decanted, pregnant and single. Just a good one, Artie uses tampons, Blake and Kittle masturbate, Blake and Kittle lick asses. devil is god 666. That is not sci-fi. New email uh, here from uh, Jonathan Porterhouse, living in Thamesmead. Uh, Jonathan asks, "Hi Adam, uh, what do you think about the news that J.K. Rowling's new seventeen-piece teen magic series, Gideon Chopsticks and the Chinese Water Rats?" Uh, is to be made into uh, just one film. I mean, I'm, I'm... Bucking the trend there. I'm dead set against the whole thing. I mean, I just don't see how a film could just capture the magic and the wonderful writing yeah. of, uh, of J.K. Rowling. I yeah, mean, of course. The characters, they just they leap off the page. They do. And they grab you by the scruff of the neck and they scream in your face and then they spit down your eyes... And then they start to kind of touch you in really naughty places. And then they, they, they kind of they whisper in your ear, don't tell anyone. And then they don't, leave. Don't tell anyone I did this, because if you do, I'll come back and get you. Yeah. And those are, the, those are the kinds of characters that I mean, only JK can, can do. And, and it's become pedomania, hasn't it? Uh, that every character in the world that she's created um, is either a paedophile or a water rat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why people are so offended by that. I mean, I know the uh, the chairman of the Water Rat Association, you know, was very keen to say that, hey, that's not how we are. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just a story at the end of the day. Yeah. And, um, you know, yes, some people took offence to the fact that uh, she made the paedophiles, you know, quite heroic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she kind of made them quite sympathetic. But I just thought that was just great bloody writing. Friends, like a paper boy with a colostomy bag, I got some real shitty news for you. It turns out my plan of switching the road signs has backfired. 
and instead of stragglers from the outside being sent up here to the hillside, the boys from the forest have taken a wrong turn and have headed down into the town. Who knew that those boys can read? I blame the schooling. And I tell you what, the writing sure is on the wall for the illiterate. They just don't realize it. I hope the folk down in the town have barricaded themselves indoors, because when those forest boys come in calling, you can see the wood for all the cadavers impaled on the trees. Careful with that axe, Eugene. He's a lumberjack, but he's not okay. There was further graffiti on the side fence and other parts of the house, including the drawing of a penis on the front path with the word shafted. from Arizona to England and right next door in Manitoba all showing folks alarmed by what sounds like a noise straight out of a science fiction flick. They've happened here and across the country mysterious booming noises that for the most part have gone unexplained. No one seems to know what is causing these weird booms. Not police, not scientists, not even the military. 
You felt it everywhere from Cape May to Manahawk and Woodbine to North Wildwood. And all of you from Facebook to Twitter and all of Geologists say it's not in the ground. The Air Force says it's not in the air. The astronomers say it's not from space. So we're running out of options. Similar sounds have been reported all over the world in recent years, including in Russia, the United Kingdom, and the United States. He's sending the sounds. We need to repent. The apocalypse is coming. My uncle had told me this story a couple of years ago, and I didn't believe him. Like one of your listeners who discounted the story as nothing more than just a religious newspaper fabricated account. The story about the digging, the hearing of the sounds from hell is very real. It did occur in Siberia. My uncle collected videos and so forth on the paranormal, supernatural. He passed away fairly recently, but he would have loved your show. He let me listen to one of the audio tapes that he had on the sounds from hell in Siberia, and I copied it. He received his copy from a friend who worked at the BBC. It took me a while to find it tonight, but attached is that sound from my uncle's tapes. It's not the greatest quality, but the sounds are there. I was very hesitant to send you this, as the sound bothers me to listen to. I'd suggest that if you do play it on the program, warn listeners in advance so they may have the option of turning the radio off for 30 seconds while it plays. It has always haunted me. To those who discounted the Siberia sounds from Hell's story, it is true, and I, for one, wish it wasn't. Rick, listening from Chicago. And so I submit now the cleaned, uh, a better copy to you, and uh, I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Things have quieted down a little up here on the hillside. My fourth wife Maureen has made it back in one piece, but that's only because she couldn't find her left forearm in the dark. She'll have to go back and look for it in the morning. Of course, that's assuming it hasn't already been carried away by one of the numerous carnivorous critters who inhabit this particular part of the inverted eastern hemisphere. She tells me the boys from the woods are still down in the town but their attention seems to have been distracted by a Matthew Broderick marathon over at the town's picture house. Murderous, sadistic savages from a hell beyond common reckoning they may be, but those boys know a fine comedic actor when they see one. I might even head down there myself and see if I can catch the end of Inspector Gadget. 
getting myself a bucket of salty popcorn and hope it's not just human teeth that I'm chewing on in the dark. So, until next time, children, keep no witnesses about you, keep the wolf from the gore, and keep the tuning dial on your tinfoil helmet firmly aligned to the slam chasm chasm.